You're listening to Do This First, a daily personal development podcast that focuses on science-backed, actionable steps towards your best year ever. I'm Santa, your host. Yesterday, we talked about the one skill that is instrumental in accomplishing your goals. Today, we're talking about managing relationships with yes-men. We all, for the most part, tend to gravitate towards surrounding ourselves with people who agree with us for a variety of reasons. Firstly, shared perspectives can create a sense of validation and affirmation of one's own beliefs and ideas, fostering an environment that boosts confidence, morale, and motivation. It all sounds great, but the problem is, yes men, don't usually really agree with us. They just feel compelled to agree in order to stay on the team or even to just stay in our lives. Often, you are either the boss or the more successful friend or sibling in the relationship. A yes man can fear losing their position of trust in your life or might be trying to become your right-hand man, so to speak. When some people are overly agreeable, it can often be a self-preservation tactic that lacks authenticity and goodwill. Secondly, in a professional context, personal career advancement is another motive driving a yes man's behavior. They believe that showing unwavering support to higher ups will enhance their chances of promotion or getting favorable assignments or projects. Thirdly, the desire to maintain positive relationships drives people towards becoming yes-men. They believe that disagreeing too much could jeopardize interpersonal dynamics and create unnecessary conflict. Lastly, some individuals might just be naturally inclined toward being conformist due to low confidence levels or an aversion to conflict, making it easier for them to unquestioningly nod along with whatever we say. Is that really helpful to us though? When it's the latter, the best thing you can do is encourage your friend or colleague to be honest even if it hurts. Sometimes they just need to be reminded that you value their authentic, unabashed opinion. For the purposes of this podcast though, We're talking about the not-so-nice yes-man with alternative motives. As an entrepreneur, leader, business owner, or professional, yes-men are dangerous due to their tendency to stifle creativity, hinder innovation, and compromise decision-making processes. These individuals are often more concerned with pleasing you rather than offering honest and critical feedback. By constantly agreeing, yes-men create an environment where alternative viewpoints and constructive criticisms are suppressed. This leads to groupthink and the perpetuation of flawed ideas or strategies that may have detrimental consequences for your enterprise and on a personal level, a negative impact on you. Yes-men discourage diversity of thought making it difficult for fresh perspectives and new approaches to be considered. Their presence reinforces hierarchical structures and inhibits open communication channels, 
thereby inhibiting collaboration and genuine problem-solving efforts, especially within teams. Ultimately, if you, as a leader, tolerate or foster a culture of yes-men, you risk stagnation and become ill-equipped to face challenges or adapt in today's rapidly changing landscape. Sure, constant agreement can minimize conflicts and make situations more harmonious, but it is a poison to growth and innovation, two things you need to stay competitive and ahead of the curve in both your professional and personal life. Yes men can be dangerous on a personal level due to their tendency to withhold constructive criticism, to provide false validation to us, and they enable poor decision making. By constantly agreeing with others without offering alternative perspectives or challenging ideas, yes men fail to promote critical thinking. Their fear of potential repercussions often leads them to overlook errors or flawed strategies resulting in detrimental outcomes. They can't serve as a sounding board, which we often seek in our friends and close colleagues. We expect our friends and colleagues to be honest and provide genuine feedback. However, a yes man can quickly discourage others in the same group of peers from doing so. This behavior prevents us from learning from our mistakes and causes stagnation in personal development. Ultimately, the presence of yes-men limits cognitive expansion, and it increases the likelihood of poor decisions while impeding overall success. Engaging in constructive conversations with dissenting voices outside our echo chambers fosters growth expands knowledge and challenges ingrained assumptions or biases, as well as fosters a well-rounded perspective that ultimately contributes to long-term success. A yes man's primary objective is to please others and gain their approval and trust, often at the expense of their own integrity. They lack the courage to voice their true opinions or even provide constructive criticism when necessary. The yes man's motives can be selfish, wanting to bask in the perks of a friendship with you and all that that entails and bestows. You can spot a yes man in a conversation because they tend to avoid expressing independent thoughts or offering alternative perspectives. They may nod along, offer superficial agreement, or simply echo your words without adding any substance. Their constant agreement can create an artificial sense of harmony, but ultimately leads to mistakes that are sometimes foolish and costly. The danger lies in their willingness to support even clearly flawed ideas. Instead of challenging you or pointing out potential pitfalls, they enable poor decision-making by reinforcing your beliefs without question. By doing so, they inadvertently hinder your ability to learn from mistakes and grow as an individual. A good friend, colleague, or mentor, on the other hand, acts as a trusted confidant who isn't afraid to challenge your ideas or provide honest feedback even if it makes you less than happy or uncomfortable. 
We count on that level of transparency to carefully ponder our decisions. It is also possible that you may have unwittingly created a yes-man culture among your friends and colleagues too. Think about the following and answer honestly. Number one, how do you respond to criticism? Number two, do you solicit viewpoints that differ from your own? Number three, does your inner circle feel comfortable asking you questions about your plans, methodologies, and assertions? Number four, have you severed ties due to a difference of opinion without a meaningful probing dialogue about the alternative viewpoint? Instead of severing ties due to a difference of opinion, we should strive to foster open and respectful dialogues. Differences in opinions are inevitable as each individual has their own unique perspectives shaped by their experiences, their beliefs, and values. Instead of viewing these differences as threats or obstacles, we should embrace them as opportunities for growth and understanding. By engaging in meaningful conversations with those who hold different opinions, we can broaden our own perspectives and challenge our preconceived notions. This exchange of ideas allows us to gain insight and expand our knowledge base. It helps us recognize the complexity of issues and find common ground when possible. Moreover, when we choose to sever ties solely based on differing opinions, we miss out on the chance to build bridges and find solutions together. It is through constructive dialogue that we can identify shared goals or values that might exist beneath the surface of disagreement. By focusing on these commonalities rather than fixating on differences, we can work towards finding compromises or mutually beneficial outcomes. It is possible that we have created the perfect breeding ground for a yes man to thrive. Here are four steps to take if the latter is the case. Number one, we can create a safe and non-judgmental environment where your circle feels comfortable expressing their opinions. This can be achieved by listening to their feedback without interrupting or dismissing their thoughts. Number two, showing genuine interest in what they have to say validates their perspectives and encourages them to share more openly. Number three, emphasizing the value of constructive criticism and how it can contribute to your personal growth and improvement will help them open up. Number four, highlight how you benefit from honest feedback, such as identifying blind spots or areas for development. Once your friends and colleagues understand that it is not about criticizing you personally, but rather helping you become a better version of you, they'll get the picture. Number five, another effective approach is actively seeking input from others. We create an environment where giving honest feedback becomes the norm rather than the exception. Your inner circle will understand that you value their opinion and that your relationship with them matters. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to leave a review, follow, and subscribe. 
We can also connect on Twitter. My username is until underscore Santa. You can also get a transcript of the podcast on my blog at dothisverse.life. Tomorrow, we'll talk about empathy, an essential quality that can greatly enhance workplace dynamics and overall productivity. It involves understanding and sharing the feelings, thoughts, and experiences of others, allowing individuals to connect on a deeper level. Till tomorrow. See, I see, I see, I see a champion in you.